Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nation Nation podcast presented by Wegren Enterprises and NYC Sports Station. I'm Austin Verhill, along with Tim Laduca and Nick Giovanelli. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the uh, the past the past Cleveland series, um, some stuff around the league, and we also have a a fun game to play. So, without further ado, how about it? You're listening to a New York Sports Nation production, enhancing your New York sports experience. Alright, so this Cleveland series was an interesting one and one that was all over the place. Uh, so the first game. Uh, started by Chad Green, um, he'll, opened by Chad Green, I guess I should say. He only went a third of an inning, uh, giving up four hits uh, and five uh, runs, all of them earned. So it wasn't a great start, and it had a worse ending. I mean, it was more than just a loss. It was 19-5. to five. <laughs> um, <laughs> Adam Plutko, Plutko, I don't know, he got the win. Six innings pitched, uh, giving up six hits, only three runs. Um, but but when it comes to the the Yankees, we gotta look at the good. We're gonna look at the good. We're gonna look at the bad. There's a glaring bad thing that happened in this game. But let's look at the good really quick. So we scored five runs, which against the Cleveland Indians, I I would take any day of the week. Um, Urshela, Didi, Sanchez, and Torres. All looked good for us, but that was pretty much it because we give up 19 runs. So these things getting blown out happens in a in a season. But what were you guys thinking while watching the game? Yeah, well, uh, it's important that we remember this is only the first loss with the opener, so you can't really. It's not like you're blaming the opener for the reason why this happened because mm-hmm. uh, a lot more runs were scored throughout the whole game. And I think that the opener is still a very valid resource for this Yankee team. Uh, but it's just a game that got away from them. And this happens to starters, too. Not just openers can have really bad outings. Uh, I'm I'm appreciative of what the opener has done to really right the ship for Chad Green this season. Mm-hmm. But uh, you asked me what I was thinking while watching this game. I mean, I wasn't watching it for very long, if I'm <laughs> being honest, because a nine-run deficit in the first two innings is pretty tough. But this shows you how how dangerous the rest of the American League can be because this is a second-place Cleveland Indians team right now. Um, And this is a possible opponent for the Yankees in the inevitable postseason run they make. So the Yankees, even though they can kind of sleepwalk to the playoffs with the best record in baseball shared with the Dodgers, uh, they got to be ready for these tough matchups come October. Also, let let me – there's nothing wrong – with turning the game off when you're down by nine, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I people freak Thank out. <laughs> I find I watch most of the games, no matter how bad we're losing, and I w- never leave a game. But if we're down by nine, and let's say, what what day was this on? I'm trying to think. Thursday. Thursday. Okay, so the preseason football is on. And I want to watch football. I'll watch a little bit of football. 
There's or, the, no. or the Cubs were winning five nothing against the Phillies. Like I gotta tune into that, even though I got my heart broken by Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> what a rocket! That was nuts. Yeah, it, it, did you see the video? Okay, so there was a video. I don't know if you guys saw where this guy. It happened that game. Before yeah. that, he was like zero for three or something. Oh. <laughs> and he he's walking into the dugout, and and the guy just yells at him. Oh yeah, zero for three, three hundred thirty million. <laughs> Bryce Harper, what a loser! I think he said "fuck you" to the guy. If I'm being honest, yeah, he did. Yeah, he's not. Is it weird that he didn't get fined for that? Or like, I feel like he should have got fined for that. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone really noticed it until it went that viral, video was put out there. Yeah, like but during I, the game, I don't think anyone saw it. Yeah, but I, I don't think you're allowed to do it no matter if you saw it or not. Like, I mean, even even Mr. Met got got fired for flipping the guy off. So you, you would think he'd get fined for that. But the, I, well, that's beyond, that's weird, though. I, I really... Then he, he does hit a, a blast. Absolute... An absolute bomb. Um... But tr- we're trying to avoid the Yankee game. But So we lose 19 to 5. <laughs> It was, For sure. Was that the... There was spin off We've been blown out before this year, but that was probably the worst of the year, right? I, I don't think... Because I think we lost 16-3 to earlier in the year. But we've lost 10-2 to to the White Sox. 19-3 to against the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was bad. Yeah, I just kind of erased Man. that from my memory. <laughs> And ten to one to Seattle. Those are our biggest losses of the year. Okay, but so it's up there. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we're fine. So after that game, um, oh wait, what are your guys' opinion on the mercy rule then? Oh, baloney. Ten runs. We cutting the game off. No, Stupid. that's the dumb. That's terrible. First of all, how did that even work? Because let's say I I, I pay to go to a game. I'm paying to go to a full game. And then second off, you could come back from anything. Remember that game against the Orioles or something? Where, like, Jacoby Ellsbury hit that grand slam and Castro tied it, like, 11-11 in the ninth. Like, oh, yeah. All oh, that two yeah. years ago. Yeah, that was, in, that was in April and May of 2017. I love that game. Um, I also... Charlotte Castro was really good for us that year. Um, but let's... Tim, you, you're the one who brought up the mercy rule, so what do you think about it? You know, I I think it'd have to... It can't be like in my uh, softball league where it's like 10 runs after four, seven after five, and it starts like progressively going down. I think it has to be pretty drastic. But when you have Mike Ford throwing two innings of five-run baseball... Like I don't think that there's any nest, this, there's no reason for this. So I think like I don't know, like eleven runs or ten runs after like eight innings or something, then I'm ready to call it quits. Yeah, because um, I think that's a player safety issue. It, and you say you paid for a game, so you're telling me that you paid to see Mike Ford give up five hits, six hits, and strike out. He did strike out a bat. That's pretty dope. <laughs> but poor poor Mike Ford's gonna be carrying that two two five. That, that, that 22 ERA the rest of his career. 
Um, I'm so sure he sleeps I, well I, at night. With that. <laughs> yeah. bugs him. I don't think it, it definitely won't happen, but uh, I would understand it maybe in a couple of years when we, like if there's some freak injury that I understand why uh, they would implement. But again, it'd have to be a very drastic, like you have to be getting shellacked to be mercy. It can't be like a five run thing after nine. Like that would be crazy. Yeah. I don't see it ever happening in any sense in any way. <laughs> So, I, I just don't think it'll ever happen. Nor do I really want it to. But um, let's move on to the yeah, second. There's, Go is ahead. there any mercy rule in any sport? No. no. There yeah, shouldn't so. be. There shouldn't be, yeah. No. This, not that I'm aware of. Um, but there, this is baseball, you can really give up in baseball, unlike other sports. Like, I'm, well, I mean, your, like Golf, I think you could just pull out. Like, I think you quit from anything. <laughs> no, but like I mean, just at the tournament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, didn't Tiger just do that when he was getting hammered? I think it might have been because of an injury, but I think you could you yeah. could just dip out of a a tournament if you wanted to. Well, what's the equivalent of a player of a position player hitting in another sport? There really isn't one. Um, mm. no, I mean like pulling your goalie, but I mean. That's that's not, an effort to win. That's not a yeah. That's not really. You're not doing that when you're down by five goals. It's yeah. like yeah. There's it, I guess there's really not. Not that I could think of. Um, but moving on from that, let's go on to the second game. Uh, it was much happier this time around where we won three to two. Uh, Tanaka gets the W, uh, going six and a thirds, giving a four hits, uh, two runs. Also, no cool. walks, which I thought was interesting. I thought oh, that was start. it was very well, uh, very good. So yeah, he pitched very well. And then, um, I'm sorry, did you guys not recognize any of the pitchers the Indians pitched the series like I did? Tyler Clippard. Tyler Clippard. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Saval. Oliver Perez. I know Oliver Perez. Oliver Perez. Well, yeah, and Mike Clevenger, obviously. Like. Yeah. I, but like Adam Saval. Oh, the starters though. Yeah. yeah no. Adam Saval. He he pitched six innings, gave up eight hits, uh, three runs. So, I, I've um, Sanchez and Torres, uh, they seem to be loving it at the plate right now. Both of them had RBI singles, and Judge scored off of an error. Uh, so we got our three runs. We only gave up two, and then Chapman. Has been unstoppable recently. He's been lights out. He gets a save. Uh, for the Indians. Like it was pretty much all series. It was Puig and Ramirez. So I, I don't know what. Ha- remember how bad Ramirez was. In the beginning of the season. Ramirez what, was, was awful. Strange. Yeah what happened. What is going on. <laughs> um, I, yeah I don't know what happened. Where he just. I thought it was weird how bad he was doing, and then he just flipped it out of nowhere. So, what, tur- it, go ahead. He turns it on when it matters most, I guess. I mean, it matters. Except he was terrible in the second like, half of last season. He's oh. turned it around this time. I don't know. <laughs> he he only plays he only plays in half seasons. <laughs> he, he was an MVP candidate for like two years. Back yeah, he in, was. He was yeah. really good. 16 and 17. 
He was really good. If, if I'm not wrong, he was... Wasn't he also third for Rookie of the Year in 2017? What? In 2017, when it was Judge and Benintendi. He, he, I think Ramirez was third. He was, was third. the rookie in 2013. Wait, am I... Who was... Who am I thinking of then? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not fi- sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jose Ramirez finished third in MVP voting. Two seasons in a row, he finished. Oh, that's what I was thinking of last year. That's what I was thinking of. It was MVP, where it was Judge Betts Ramirez. That's why I was thinking. Okay, that is crazy. He finished the season with thirty-nine home runs last year. Did he? But in the in the second half, yeah, because he he had a monster first half. He was terrible in in the second half. So I just find it crazy that he he was third in MVP last year. Was he? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um So that they they he really turned it on recently, and especially during this series. He killed us almost all series. Um Same with also Carlos Santana had a very good series against us. But um moving on to the third game. Now this is the game that I, I really wanted because it was James Paxton, who's Yeah. As of more recently has been putting better starts together. Um, but he he only pitched five innings, gave up uh, six hits, four runs. Now, he did get the, the win. We won the third game six to five. So we did get the win. Uh, the loss went to Zach Plesak. Uh, and then Chapman got the Ooh. save again. <laughs> Chapman got the save again. As it has been almost all year, DJ... Two RBIs, one home run, and one off of a single. Didi and Glaber went back-to-back in the fourth, and then Glaber hit a second in the sixth. And l- let me tell you something. Glaber, with like those clear glasses, goggles things, whatever you want to call them, I love that look. More than- I-, I know like there's a reason for it, like for glare or whatever. I don't care. I just I think the style of it. I- I- the guy's got so much drip, I don't think he could be touched. <laughs> I'm like, just glad he's uh he's performing against a team besides the Orioles because I don't want to have to take that that slack like oh he had a good year but it was only against the Orioles because yeah. uh, right now he has a, a a below average OPS against every other team besides the Orioles so uh, I can guarantee you the Yankees won't be playing the Orioles in the postseason so <laughs> I'm need to be prepared to have performances like this against other teams and I'm glad he does he's he's one of my favorite players on this Yankee team. He's my favorite player. Uh, I do like it because I I do have a my finger on the pulse of the Cubs Twitter as well, and they're always tweeting about uh, how they don't regret trading him for the World Series. But there's a little bittersweetness in there. I'm sure like, there yeah, is. Kind of wish we had Javier Baez and Glaber Torres of the middle. But um, yeah, See, I'm glad that Glaber was able to perform. I listened to this game on the almost entirely on the radio. I was driving to my oh, so cousin's house. See him in the it was pretty fun. <laughs> no, I didn't. Although, but wait, I did. You did. You did later um, in the next game. But what also happened this game was Brett Gardner, Aaron Boone, <laughs> and CC all got ejected. So, Boo. what had happened was there was Cameron Maven was batting, and there was a ball off the plate. 
it gets Very called off the plate. It was off the plate. Uh, it get called as a strike. Um, he's mouthing off or whatever. Blah blah blah. He walks into the dugout, and then the ump is just staring in the dugout for a very long time. Um, just like not looking away. Aaron Boone starts mouthing off. And uh, then... I think it's the other way around. I think I think Boone was definitely mouthing off the whole time. If you watch that John Boy, shout out John Boy, shout out video. He's he's yelling the entire time. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's just he keeps staring. Like he looks and then he looks back. Yeah. And then eventually... he was waiting for a reason to eject somebody. Yeah, he was. And then he he gets the reason. He ejects yeah. Aaron Boone. I thought that was it. Aaron Boone walks back, and then the first base umpire ejects Gardner. And it right, was be- so. It was because Gardner. Uh, hit the bat against the dugout, uh, and then CC got ejected. And I don't know why. <laughs> I think he was CC just was, at CC him. was screaming. I'm he sure was, he, he said bat. something. Like... Yeah. <laughs> so, those are our two leaders, CC and Gardner, and then obviously yeah. a, a leader and our manager. So, wh- I I already know what Tim thinks about this. I I'm not positive what Nick thinks about this. But what do, what do you guys think about the Gardner hitting the bat on the dugout? Because it's become a, a normal routine. So what are you guys' thoughts about it? Let me compose myself, and Nick, you can go first. Let me compose myself. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. Like, the first time I thought it was great because, you know, it fired up the team and it was something new. Now it's kind of just getting annoying. And the umps, the, sorry, the umps really don't seem to like it. So... I think he's just got to find something new to fire up the team that isn't damaging the dugout. <laughs> All right, Tim, what about you? See, it's just such a such a weird juxtaposition to the Yankee way that people just just ooze over. Like this team isn't allowed to have facial hair out of professionalism, but they're able to act like children, or at least they expect to be able to act like children and bang a bat against the root, like. It's, he knows what he's doing is wrong and annoying, and the fact that he goes, "What did I do? Was that wasn't me? What was I doing?" Afterward, like you can get thrown out for other things and swearing and calling out the umpire personally, um, and I think it's kind of the the way that he went about it afterwards. Like this is the second time I think he's been thrown out for it. The previous time that he was thrown out, he he thought that he did nothing wrong, and the umpire was nervous and said Gardner was saying something, but. I bet you what began the umpire looking into the dugout for the second time was because Gardner's hitting the ceiling. So now if he does it again, I'm really going to be upset because he knows what he's doing is wrong and he's just trying to push the limit. Um, uh, I will acquiesce here to the team, and if that uh, everyone's new sign on second base after they hit an extra base hit is pretending to hit the dugout, I'll buy into that as long as Gardner never does it again. But he knows he knew that he was going to get in trouble for it. He's just trying to make a scene. And again, the fact that this team is supposed to be the the class of major league baseball, they need to know better than to throw hissy fits in the dugout. Um, and also we, Austin, you said something that made me think of this point. Um, you said the umpire was looking for a reason to throw at Aaron Boone. And that's kind of because of Aaron Boone's history here in his first two seasons. Not even in two full seasons, he's been thrown out seven times now, including four this year. 
he's got a little bit of a, of a resume. Um, I think he's addicted to being thrown out to rile the troops. And honestly, I'll, I'll let it slide. I think it's kind of a badass move to be getting thrown out. He loved the attention probably <laughs> him being a previous TV personality with the ESPN when he was, uh, getting quoted over and over again for the savages in the box, which, uh, everyone should go buy the shirt that Austin made. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't, unless Aaron Boone really reels it back, which he, he mentioned in, a, in an article this morning with, uh, the New York post, he said that he's going to, he talked to Gardner about calming things down and he wants to really Boone wants to make sure that this kind of incident doesn't happen again. And that's a conscious choice by Boone. And like I said, because he has a history of getting thrown out, um, it's kind of like players in, the, in basketball who have a history of getting technical fouls and flagrants. The referees are looking to give them more technicals and flagrants. Looking at you, Just, Boogie. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Durant. Hate him now, again. I wish I wish I could like him on the Knicks, but I hate him because he's on the Nets. <laughs> anyway, uh, I would love to see a little change in Boone where he kind of reels it in, even though I think it's good for morale to show your troops that you care for him, but I'm not trying to have my manager thrown out in the postseason, so uh, I hope Boone has gotten it out now, I guess. Okay, here's my thoughts on it. In terms of the manager, I love when my managers argue and get ejected. Mm -hmm. It's just... It is much less of a problem when it's your manager as opposed to your your players. Yeah. Um, so I am completely fine if it's just if it's if it's not like a borderline thing and it's obviously the ump messed up, I'm and consistently messing up. I'm cool with my manager getting ejected. However, when Gardner gets ejected, it could be a problem because Gardner mm-hmm. was playing and giving a rest day to to judge. Sometimes Judge never ended up coming to the game. It ended up being Tyro Estrada went into the outfield, and uh, DJ moved from first to second, and then Mike Ford came into first. But that can be an issue if you're trying to give someone a rest day, and your player gets ejected, and then it's not really full rest day, so he's not getting the rest he needs, and then he's playing the next game, and it could just it could become complicated. But I I like. What Gardner was doing. It ended up... I mean, obviously his teammates liked it. It's becoming like their new yeah. rally cry. Like their new thumbs down. New thumbs down. Which we... Every... Almost every playoff team. And almost every like World Series team, team has something like that. I absolutely loved the whole thumbs down thing. I can't remember which team had the cricket. But one team had a cricket. Was that the Cardinals? I don't know, someone had a cricket that would, like, show up, or a grasshopper or something. Um, the Royals had uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was always something. Uh, it was, like, the opposite of the goat with the Cubs. So. Hey, come on. Hey, you, you got back from it. So uh, My baseball team, when I was in high school, we had the Rally Peppers. When we were on a trip in, down to Florida, one of the team grandparents of a player uh, was making lunch and he brought mancini peppers, which no one wanted to eat because it's gross. <laughs> and so instead of eating any of them, we kept them on the, we brought them into the dugout and they were our rally peppers. And every time we got a win, we would mark a tally on there. Um, yeah. And they, they helped us rally to a 500 record and one playoff win. So, 
there you go. Shut up. <laughs> um, but that being said, I I like what Gardner's doing. I don't hate hate him for for what he was doing. Um, I would much rather Brett Gardner hit his bat on the roof than throw his helmet in the dugout. I would much rather him hit the, the roof than swing his bat at like the water jug or, or the gumball or the, or the gum or anything like that. When, which is stuff that happens in games, or like the pitchers will throw their gloves or, or this that or the other. Uh, I, I think a pitcher even as as recently as this year got hurt from that. So I, I would much rather him take his bat and hit the top of the roof of a dugout. Not hurting anyone or himself, and getting out frustration that way, than by, um, than by any other mean. Uh, but speaking about this, Tyler Boys of Mets Nation, he he's been on the pod before. Uh, he he wrote he is much more like Tim. It's he wrote it's crazy how so many people work ridiculously hard to get a chance to play on a field like this. And guys like Brett Gardner treat the stadium like it's nothing. Nothing is cool about this. Um, I wrote, I mean, it doesn't hurt anyone. He's just showing emotion. I'm cool with it. So then Tyler wrote, I like showing emotion. Uh, it terms a bat flips and pumping a fist. But when you're complaining about a strike zone and hitting your bat up on the dugout like a child. <laughs> when you're a 12-year mm-hmm. vet, it's just a weird look. Um, I don't know. It, it's always been... Brett Gardner's always been a more fiery guy than anyone else on, on the Yankees. Uh, him and CeCe, evidently. CeCe also got ejected. So, I'm cool with it, but it can... It shouldn't, if it becomes a point where ums are throwing you out for it, then you're going to have to stop doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Just You'll have to find something else. Um... But with with that being said, uh, let, let's move. Right, on. Before we move on to that last game, we have to. Can we just rewind to Paxton really quickly? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Good. Uh, in the because I was pretty concerned about Paxton. I knew that he had had talent. Um, injury has plagued him a little bit this season, like the rest of his career. But in his last two starts, the man's uh, the man has two wins to flaunt. Um, but I, this is kind of odd to me. This kind of shows how statistics can be misleading. Uh, do you guys have pen and paper in front of you right now? Yes, I do. All right. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to write down these these five numbers, okay. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna give you guys a little test. Okay. I'm gonna go in order of lowest to highest. So, four point zero eight. Okay. Four point four nine. Okay. Four point five three. 5.53, and then 5.73. Okay. The, these are Paxton's ERAs over the, in 2019, the last seven days, the last 14 days, the last 28 days, and then the last 365 days. Okay. So that one's kind of, if you want to try to organize these based on which, which ERA is his 2019 ERA, his last seven day ERA, his last 14 day ERA, Last 28-day ERA, and then last 365 ERA. All right. So I'll give you guys 30 seconds. Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. That, that's 30 seconds. You guys ready? <laughs> no. Hold on. 
I have to think about it. Okay. It was 2019. Uh, last three, seven, last 14, 14, last 28, and last year. Okay. So that dates back to Seattle. Oh, it dates back to Seattle? Okay, wait. Hold on. Then that's seven. I'll give that 28. That's Seattle. And that's 365. Okay. I got it. All right, Austin, what's your last seven-day total? I did 553. All right, and then what's your 2019 total? 2019 is... That was 365? No, oh, no, last 28? It would be 449. Yeah. All right, and then, Nick, what did you say for your last seven? 553. Okay, you guys agree on the 553. And what about the last... What about this season total? Uh, four forty nine. Yeah, we got the same for that. So one, you guys right? actually get get a decent job. I was expect. This is kind of surprising to me because in two wins, I would expect his ERA to be lower. But the highest ERA out of the five is his last seven. He has a five seven three ERA in his last seven games in his last seven days. So in over two starts, he has his worst ERA out of the five I mentioned. Uh, his two thousand nineteen ERA is four point five three. His last 14 days, which includes three starts, is four, the 4.08. All right, I got that one right. His last 30 days is the 5.53 ERA. I didn't so, get any rate. <laughs> this, this, it was a tough question, and yeah. it kind of shows that uh, that's that's because I think the first inning really plagues him. Oh, when you scroll down to his inning-by-inning inning split. Um, Doesn't he lead the, the league in, like, yeah, earned runs? 11 11.05 ERA in the first inning. And then yeah. second inning, he's looking at a 1-2-3. And then everything else is the, – the next two are under five. Uh, and then obviously it goes starts going back up because he's starting to face players for the third and fourth time. Yeah. Uh, but this brings up a, a question. I don't think we've mentioned it. Kind of seems like an easy answer with kind of an asterisk. Why, ha- why aren't we um, – why don't we throw an opener here for Paxton? He it has one. been talked about. Um, yeah. I don't know about the, the Yankees. I'm talking about in terms of fans and Twitter. Yeah. But what do you think it is? Because I don't know if it... Because if he comes in in the second, it's still his first inning. Yeah, but he's he's facing the the fifth, sixth, and seventh hitter maybe, or hopefully the fourth, fifth, and sixth, but not the, not the one, two, three. What if... Now call me crazy... <laughs> What if, because CC hasn't been great, we use CC as the opener and then we throw Paxton in? Then I, th- that kind of brings up the question is just relegating him to the bullpen. Who is CC? And then this brings up both, this kind of ties in both. Is CC in a position as a veteran and the, the longest player on, the oldest player on this team career wise to go to the bullpen? And likewise, is Paxton. And uh, to a second or third line starter, does he is he prepared mentally to have an opener? Because I know Justin Verlander, Max Serger, they would quit baseball before they have an opener pitch <laughs> before them. It's kind of a, a mental thing right now with the opener being so new. I don't think that these players are prepared to have that that opener and kind of that the the, the managers giving them a little like, hey, I don't trust you here in the first inning, but I trust you in two through five. 
it's just kind of not the way baseball's played yet, and there's no one bought into that type of the type of role as a starter. It totally changes what a starter is with this opener. So does the fact that Paxton's been a career starter affect him not having a starter in his game? I'm not saying like a permanent thing, uh, uh-huh. because Paxton next year, I, I think he could bounce back and, and be back to being Paxton, but it's something to think about, especially come playoff time. And really, the question is, in the playoffs, are you giving CC a full start? I'd give CC a full start before I give J.A. Happ a full start. It's really interesting, because in the yeah. post... We're using an opener in the postseason, right? That's our fifth starter. You, yeah. That takes J.A. Happ's spot. That would take Jay out. So you would do, go... And Severino is supposed to come back, so... I'm very excited. I think that is going to be a huge weapon for the Yankees. Unbelievable. We talked about th- this early in the year. I think yeah. that him being completely fresh, getting a little rehab in there down in Tampa, something like that, but he's coming up for the postseason, gunning, ready to go. He's, we've talked about it. He fizzles out in the in the later half of the year. and th- This is the beginning of the season now. He's ready to go. Yeah, it could be really, really good. Um, so let's say we have Sevy back, but we're not gonna. We're probably not gonna give Sevy the first game. No, I'd so, give it to Tanaka. Yeah, so it would be Tanaka. Uh, yeah, Tanaka would get one. You'd probably give Sevy two. Domingo. Ooh. Oh, Domingo. Yeah, Domingo has to be. You you can change two and three with. Domingo or Severino, whichever one you want, probably. And I, yeah, you can. And I honestly wouldn't be pissed if you gave Domingo one. If so, he keeps up the way he's pitching, there's no question. Yeah. And then let's say we give Domingo two, we give Sevi three. Then who do you give four? It would have to be Paxton, right? Yeah. Yeah. You give Paxton four, and then you do you could do Tanaka again for five. This is a, a five-game series, but you're going seven. Then you could just do. Oh, we're, going, we're going four. We're going three games, four games, four games. Well, you think we're just sweeping everything? Sweeping. <laughs> we're not even worried really about nice. five, six, or seven. We're just going four. All right. Speaking of which, I think the the divisional series should be seven. Like, was that a joke? Like, what? Yeah. Give me a seven-game series. Wait, what happened? If you play 162 games in the regular season, and then besides the wild card, you play a five-game series in the in the playoffs, I I don't think that that's representative of of uh of the baseball season as a whole. Oh, you want I the, the math prior, to go seven? Yeah, I did the math prior to this. The uh, baseball has the least percentage of playoff games, like a ratio of playoff game to regular season games. And I, okay, there's this thing that they do in Korea uh-huh. for the wild card. I want to get you guys' thoughts on it because I think it's really cool. So what they do is first wild card gets home field for it's like a best of two. So what happens is the first wild card team only has to get one win, but the second wild team would have to get both wins. So you would play two games. And then the, f- so it's two. Okay, I'm just explaining this weird. It's two games. No, I got it. You, yeah. yeah. So while one wild card team one needs, just needs one, 
wild card team two would have to win both games. Would that be crazy to put into the? Because I cannot stand the the one wild card game. It just doesn't even feel like playoffs. If if that's your problem with it, then just win the division, I guess. Because I mean, you have to you have to do what's in front of you. Do you? Because is it fair that one wild card team gets a full a full divisional ride? Like, no, I think that if you're going to have two wild card teams, have them play out for just for the one game. Or I mean, I guess you can, I I'll throw you a bone and give you a three game series, but yeah, um, I do yeah three I'll do a three. Game, I I don't care. Yeah. Just don't make it one yeah. game. But baseball wants that thrill. They're they're trying to be new, and they want the thrill of the one game take all. But it doesn't feel like a game seven. It just feels like a but, yeah. game one sixty three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that noise? I'm just thinking about the Cubs last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Lost game one sixty three. Lost a wild card. Terrible. So, moving on to the fourth game of the series. CC, who was ejected the previous night, gets activated off of the IL. Uh, doesn't do too hot. He goes three innings, uh, four hits, four and runs. Uh, Mike Clevenger, the one starter this series that I recognized, <laughs> uh, does very well, going five innings, only going to three hits, zero runs, and ten strikeouts, which is crazy for only five innings pitched. Um... So for the Yankees, we lose eight to four. We really gave him a fight in the ninth, though. Um, but DJ hits a two-run home run and RBI single. He gets three out of our four RBIs because, of course, he does. And then Judge hits a an RBI double. Uh, for the Indians, it was Mike Freeman. He hit a three-run home run that did most of the damage. Um, Mercado. Hit a home run and a single, getting two RBIs in the process. So, this really—I I mean, we already had the CC conversation, but it, it really brings up: Do we trust CC? Because I'm—I'm not gonna lie, I'm not giving him a postseason start. I mean, I guess yeah, it's interesting because he does perform well in the postseason, but I would much rather him be in the bullpen. And a bullpen option than, than to give him a start against like the Astros or something. I wonder if CC came out of the bullpen if you could maybe find a tick more velocity. He's not going to get back to the old CC Sabathia, but if he knows that he can empty the tank and he's got a big tank, he knows <laughs> he can empty the tank for over one inning. You might see a little improvement in his stuff. That's uh, true. So I, I, that brings up the thing though. He's such a vet, he's a veteran and. Uh, that comes. That's a big part of Boone's job as a manager. If if this is really what he wants to do, and I don't, th- I haven't heard any rumblings of this, um, besides on our awesome podcast. But yeah. if Cece's <laughs> going to go to the the bullpen, it's going to be a, a a big sell job by by Aaron Boone. I think he'd be willing to do. It. I mean, he's really a team guy. So yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, he it doesn't seem like he he needs like to be. Like, when he stopped being the ace, it didn't seem like he was, like, pissed about it, that he wasn't the ace anymore. Um, you know, Hiroki Kuroda really deserved that. Um, <laughs> who, by the way, the other day, I forgot existed. 
And then I was watching, I can't remember what I was watching, and I, I saw Hiroki Kuroda, and I was like, oh, look at him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but here, here's what we're going to do now. We're going to go around the league. Uh, we're going to look at things around the league that don't pertain specifically to the Yankees. Uh, and we'll talk about it. So this one I know Tim's probably pissed about. Uh, it probably hurts your fantasy team, but Vlad Jr. is day-to-day with knee inflammation. And, and Tim, how has that affected your fantasy play? I actually am not educated on the playoff format of my fantasy team, of my fantasy league, and no one will respond to me. So I don't know if I'm in a playoff spot right now. But uh, I'm struggling. I'm in eighth place out of 12, but I'm in fourth place in my division out of six. Uh, I just drafted pitchers wrong. So Vlad Guerrero, he really hasn't performed for me at all this year. Uh, I got Nick Senzel waiting for me on the bench. I just, it's a deep league. Uh, I just didn't do very well. I didn't do a great job this year. Uh, I can try to bounce back in fantasy football. You no, know, here's the thing: but, you you went Vlad and Nick Senzel. You just going rookie crazy there. Oh no, Nick Senzel was, was a uh, was a free agent pickup probably in the last two weeks. Okay, but uh. <laughs> I don't know that that Toronto team was pretty fun for a moment, Show, a glimpse into the future of what these uh, these rookies can do for the team. And Vlad Guerrero, while he most likely won't win Rookie of the Year because of uh, the guy whose name is escaping right now for oh you're Don Velasquez or oh you're Don Alvarez, Alvarez you're Don Alvarez in Houston. But he's been really uh, good. Yeah. Vlad just hits the piss out of the ball nightly, like just just not, just eat effortlessly. <laughs> we saw him in the home run derby. I'm excited for Vlad for his whole career, and I I love the overreactions already that like he's not as good as people <laughs> thought he was gonna. Yeah, he's a rookie and he's fat. He's got to lose some weight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just, it, it takes a toll on the knee. Oh, it takes a toll on the knee, and also he's playing on that turf. So let's let's see what. Okay, that's our can, I just, turf. can we? Does anyone else get unbelievably just like shook that they play on turf still? Yeah. Like, stop playing on turf, you idiots! Grow some grass. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Is it really that hard to grow grass? I mean, yeah, Toronto, it snows or whatever. But I mean, don't they have a dome. They do, and I don't know. They if don't it's have hard. the. There's no sunlight that gets in there unless you open the dome. That's wait. Does that dome open? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they have a, a, a dome that opens. So I'm sure, like, if you could grow grass in there. I don't know. Why is there, like, it really annoys me. And yeah, you should the, be playing on turf. Yeah. And the it's longest. Player safety and health, yeah. And for the longest time, the infield was turf. Yeah, with the square, the square yeah. dirt. Oh, my God. What were you thinking? With, like, are we in the major leagues, or are we trying out for a, a travel little league team that we're playing on turf? <laughs> or, or a men's softball team. Uh, an expensive men's softball team. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Um, so, moving on from that, Sean Doolittle. We got more injury news. Sean Doolittle, uh, who I loved when he was, was with the A's, by the way. He's with the Nationals now. Um, he just lands on the 10-day IL after a terrible outing. So he gave Did you guys a, see that game last night? Which game? Yeah. Brewers-Nationals? I didn't. Nuts. That was crazy. Okay. He gave up <laughs> four runs on three home runs. 
I want you guys to guess, and I hope you don't know, and no cheating. Okay. How many pitches did he throw? Okay, give me this, give me one more time. <laughs> Four runs on three home runs is what he gave up in a closing right. spot. How many pitches? Ten. Ten. That's what I uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going nine. I'm being lame. Nine. Thirteen. Oh. It, Nick was closer. Um, Damn. But he he really he lands on the aisle. So hopefully that was the reason he was so bad. <laughs> but, uh, I really feel bad. Which, go ahead. He looks just like Macklemore, by the way. <laughs> you you I I don't know. Like you always have those those references that people look like someone who they just don't look like. No, you <laughs> no, bro, you're wrong about this one. Okay. Oh my god. I wish. We have a video. <laughs> I wish we were we filmed this as well, because I'd be able to show you. But literally, he talked about it before on how much people say that he looks like Macklemore. But go ahead. What was your point before you so rudely incorrected me? <laughs> uh, I'm just making you think I look like Robin Leonard. You do. <laughs> Gary Sanchez was injured. I roasted him. I had to roast him, and and you guys, you guys kind of told me to slam on the brakes because he's injured. And I guess you're right because he's he came out of this injury here. Uh, his last 18 at bats, he's he's hit two out of the park. He's been 389. He has that beautiful 1.254 OPS, and I just love any OPS over a thousand. <laughs> um, and his uh, his OPS plus in these last seven days, 202. That's Babe Ruth like. Um, he's a hundred. He's a hundred points better than the uh, the average. That's how OPS plus works. Just a reminder for the listeners. And he's in these last seven days coming off the IL. Two oh two OPS plus. Love it. Does he win AL Comeback Player of the Year? See, the I... problem with Comeback Player of the Year is like it's just so vague. It, what is yeah. Comeback from what? Comeback so, from anything? Comeback I mean... from sucking. That's really what it is. <laughs> or like an injury. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Ellsbury will be a future winner. Um, but If he ever plays baseball again. No, he will next year, and he'll be a star. Aaron Hicks will get traded. Oh, yeah. Who, who's another good option here? I don't know. I'm trying American to think. League. In the American League. Mookie Best. Trying. Oh, no. He's doing way worse than last year. Never Rafael ever. Devers? But I mean, did he didn't first player to 100 RBIs? Yeah, I mean he wasn't great last year. Yeah, but now he's like, yeah. I think you have to be pretty much like written off to have this award. Yeah, it's that's a it's a thing where you like. Yeah, like people were talking about playing Romine over the guy. You you got to be, I think you got to be kind of older, so I think that kind of hurts Sanchez's chances too. Not that it's this like, is really an award you want to win. Most improved player on your swim team. Like, all right, I, mean, I, I couldn't swim last year, and I can swim this year. <laughs> it's a. Th- it's got to be a thing where like you took a year off for like personal reasons, like something happened, and Colby you come Rasmus? back and like, yeah, mm-hmm. sort of. Like if he comes back next year, Sonny Gray. Like, so yeah, that's a good that. one. Sonny Gray, but he's in the nat- yeah, he's in the. Yeah, um, thing where you like either you're older or something happened and you come back and you like 
do amazing now or like better than you did. Yeah. All right. Well, talking about Gary Sanchez and, and rookies that have done very well in their first month, s- seamless transition. Uh, Aristides Aquino is uh, the fastest to hit 11 dingers in the league in only 17 games. Um, Tim, my guess is you know more about this guy than I do, uh, considering I just heard of him about like f- a week ago. Um and he plays in the Cubs division. So, do you, do you know anything about this guy that I just heard about him, and now he has eleven home runs already? Is this is this some sort of roast that he had like six home runs against the Cubs, including a three home run game against the Cubs? Because I'm aware of that, <laughs> and I have no comment. Okay, well, I wasn't aware of that. I just knew he played for the Reds. <laughs> yeah, he, he hit three home. That that was his coming out party when he hit three home runs against the Cubs a while back. Not too long ago because he's only played 17 games. Uh, I I do have kind of a hot take on this. Um, Wait, before you cool. get to that, I just want to say that if he ends up with more home runs than Judge has, I'll be pissed. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's I'm not total. I'm it's cool, but it's like, all right, I I'm not like, I'm not ready to crown to make this guy a Hall of Famer. I'm not ready to call this guy an All Star next season. Um, it's kind of like like. Trevor Story, he came out and was like, "Oh, this is this guy is is insanely good." But I think that these these players do a really good job of coming up, and if they catch the beginner's luck, they can hit a lot of home runs and have good starts to their career when pitchers don't really have the, the scouting report on them. Uh, I, it's it's cool that he's hitting a lot of home runs early, but it's just because it's the beginning of his career. Like when you take the same sort of stretch and put it in any in any split of a like a current player's like middle of May, you know, or like you throw it yeah. to June thirteenth to the end of June, it's just it's just the fact that it's new and he's a name no one knew. Uh, the cool thing is, I just I was reading about him before. He almost was shut down and just he almost was out of baseball completely. Made a little change to his swing, comes up to the major leagues and uh, is able to be in the in the record books. But yeah, I, it just doesn't have it doesn't have doesn't have the allure that some the other stuff has because I mean Jordan Alvarez kind of did the same thing this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know, yeah. and Sanchez did it. Uh, all these players have turned out to be good players that I'm mentioning, so he's going to be good. But it's just not like shell shocking to me that's other like ESPN will talk about this more than LeBron for a few days. So yeah, I mean, I I don't think that he's going to be the greatest player to ever live, but yeah. he. All those plays he did, but Trevor Story is is very good. I mean, all these players are good. Yeah. So yeah. it is is it is something to um to to keep in mind. Uh, what else? Who? Okay. Who also is is that how you say it? <laughs> who also? All right. Whatever. Another person that's also very good is John Sterling. Um, I have a fun game that we can play. Uh, it's called the John Sterling game. I couldn't think of a better name. Uh, where I will give Nick and Tim a player. John Sterling, name game. There it you rhymes. go, right there. It rhymes, so it's good. It rhymes, so it's good. So, there are four tiers. It goes from easy to medium to hard to impossible. Um, <laughs> there are three players for each tier. I'm going to give you a name. You just have to tell me the home run call. Um, so, I'll, I'll start. I'm going to keep a tally. 
for, for, for you like, guys. Are we buzzing in or are you, you alternating here? Wait, how do we buzz it? That'd be so sick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe All right, just first, alternate. just yell I, and the first person to yell I, I'll call on. Okay. Okay, and if you get it wrong, you, you lose 50 points. <laughs> you get it right, you get 50 points. So that's how that works, okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about a million points? No, I can't. I a million plus, plus a million minus a million. I gotta write the the numbers here. So, put one M. <sighs> Fine. <Yeah. laughs> one million. All right. Edwin Encarnacion. Oh, this is this is easy. Yeah, this is my favorite one. Really? Okay. Okay. Time's up. Already, man. It is una el celebración for Edwin Encarnacion. The other yeah, two are much. Good. The other two are much easier. <laughs> okay. Because of how like kind of weird they are. Gio Urshela. I. Okay. okay, Nick. Nick already did it. <laughs> what is it, Nick? Is it like um? Gio Urshela, the most happy fella, and yes. he sings it. Yeah. Boom. One million for Nick. <laughs> I'm behind by a million points. <laughs> All right. <laughs> DJ LeMahieu. I. Go ahead. Oh, fuck. You don't know it. <laughs> oh, wait. One second. Um. Oh, I have it in my head. Me too. Take it. Ten. It's like it's like losing. Nine. Tim, Tim, take it. No, I don't got it. All right, well, that's minus a million for Nick there. All right, we're back in it, boys. <laughs> so Nick, Nick's back at oh. zero. It is David John makes oh. long gone. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, so now we move to the medium tier. Oh, jeez. These get harder. <laughs> like, much harder. Are these all current players? Uh, for medium, yes. Okay. Once we get the hard and impossible, no. Well, kind of. Troy Tulowitzki. That's not a current player. <laughs> well, he was. <laughs> exactly. No. Ten. So not, I don't got it. Nine. No, nothing. No idea. Really? Troy? It is Tulowitzki, the man of Troy. <laughs> Now this oh, one, I know that's... why I didn't know it because it sucked. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a bad one. All right, here's Miguel and Duhar. <laughs> okay. Is it something with is it something with Miggy? It is. Oh, I. Go ahead. Miggy getting jiggy with it. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand points because it is uh, and Duhar, uh, hit it far and he's getting Miggy with it. So I'm gonna give you, okay, five hundred thousand there. I'll give you like half. Um, I'll take it. Nick, future. Do you of me getting half a point. Yeah, it's fine. I gave you one word. You got the rest of it. Okay. Future. AL comeback player of the year, Jacoby Ellsbury. He's dead. I don't think he has a goal. <laughs> it's just his eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. 
It is Jacoby Ellsbury's it. A Jack by Jacoby. Jesus Christ. That's another terrible. (laughs) That was medium, so now we get into hard. Alright, here we go. Shane Robinson. Bro. (laughs) I really like this one. Wait, you got it? No. Oh. It is, here's to you, Mr. Robinson. I really like that. Was that for like the one home run that he hit? (laughs) I don't know. It's like from the song, you know, Simon and Garfunkel. Mrs. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like... I like that song. He he hit like no home runs. All right. Here, a (laughs) semi-easier, not really one. Brandon Drury. Do, 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 do. Do, oh, do, okay, do, I got it, do, I got it, I got do, it. Do. All right, what is it? Drury. That one got out in a hurry. You you know what? It's not, but that's a good one. Um, yeah, okay, I can... <laughs> I just This just makes sense. I don't know. That's also minus a million for you, though, so you're I'll at... I'll take it. I'll you are now it. at minus 500,000. Hey, we're, we're winning, boys. You guys <laughs> so it is... Aaron is the judge, but Brandon is the Drury. Oh, I remember that. That was a good one. Yeah. Alright, I respect that one. Tyler Wade. Dude. <laughs> all I think about with Tyler Wade is his his last name with three A's because he's in AAA all the time. <laughs> Jesus. Alright. Tyler Wade. Alright, well, what do you got that AAA. one? Maybe I made this game too hard, but... Now... Uh, we're going to go into the impossible in a second, but... Wait, what was Wade's? It is Tyler waited it. W- no, Tyler waited into that pitch. <laughs> I don't okay, get that one. I'm not going to lie. I, I This was one I made up in my head, and I just thought it was too dumb. I'm like, this is too dumb. I literally said in my head, he waited, and, he waited on that one or something like that. I'm like, it's just too dumb. <laughs> it now, can't possibly be. The next one is... Interesting, because I'm going into impossible. I'm not. There's no way you guys get any of these ones, considering you didn't get any of the other ones. Currently, our Thanks. score is at zero, and then minus five hundred thousand. <laughs> so, this one is gonna might piss you guys off. All not right. not the name, just the the answer. Jose Perella. Do you guys you, you remember him, right? <laughs> I don't remember no. him hitting a home run. 2014, uh, 2015. And he only hit one home run. Jose Perella. He's a happy fella. He just wow. recycled it. Wow. And used it for Gio Urshela. Wow. Yeah, Thanks. interesting, right, guys? Mm. Uh, Tim, I know you love this guy. Brendan Ryan. <laughs> What is Brendan Ryan's home run call from John Sterling? Aye. All right, let me hear it. Brendan Ryan, that one went flying. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, are at, right. you are now at minus 1.5 million. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was Ryan's hope. 
Oh god. <laughs> I don't get it. Is that like a reference? I don't get it. I don't I don't know. Oh wait, so I win. <laughs> yeah, you you, you, you have picked three players now who've only hit one home run. <laughs> a total of three home runs. Yo, you you haven't heard the next name. <laughs> uh David Adams. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. I don't remember him at all. No, this one you guys one might season. be able to get. You guys might be able to get this one. He he played one season, had two home runs. He had more than the other three guys. <laughs> all right. Uh, Just think of that. Here, I'll give you a hint. It only has to do with his first name, David. Five. No, four. No idea. <laughs> three. Two. One. Okay. It was David is Goliath. All right. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> no. That is an insult to the Bible and just the entire religion <laughs> that you would compare David Adams <laughs> to David and Goliath. Uh, wait, is David and Goliath a religious thing? Oh my wait, god, David, bro. David and Goliath. David is Goliath. David was vert against Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait, that's a religious thing? I thought it was just like yeah, some, that's like, like that's in the folk Bible tale. Oh, whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, there's something new every day, right, guys? Um, now they have there's a full list by Newsday. That's where I, I found these. I don't remember all of these. The, just some of the names in there are so obscure that I had like those were some of them, uh-huh. but there's a lot of obscure names in there. Uh, a lot of great calls, a lot of not so great calls. Uh, but I think we're gonna play this game again. So just, I'll make it easier next time, okay, guys? All right. <laughs> I'll keep what was the, the final thing. score? Uh, the <laughs> final score was <laughs> Nick with zero and Tim with minus one point five million. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. No matter what, I win, right? Um, yeah. So <laughs> let's finish it off with some uh, injury-related things. So Severino throws off the mound. Um, he did three simulated batters. I think it was like 16 or some odd pitches. Um, but it's good. Like we were talking about, it's going to be really good when we get Sevy back. And he's on his way back. Um but we already talked about his his influence before. So moving on to Betances, he threw a bullpen. Um, well, not a full bullpen. He threw off the bullpen mound, uh, and he's close to an up-and-down throwing session. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's when pitcher throws about 15 pitches, sits down for a few minutes, and then does it again. Um, not sure exactly what it does. I'm not a scientist or whatever. Simulates maybe being a relief pitcher. Like, you get up and down and rest. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Relief pitchers don't really ever do that. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) 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 Um, But, yeah. So, he's moving on to that. I guess it, it like, I don't know, stimulates the arm or whatever. Um, Well, it's it's maybe seeing if you can kind of cool down and get back going. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, 
<clears throat> because of if Aaron Boone's your manager, there's probably going to be a big delay between some <laughs> at bats when he's arguing balls and strikes. I love him. On okay, the, let's get a little off topic here, really quick. David Adams debuted on his birthday. <laughs> Did he get a hit? Yes. Yeah, I remember the game. Like I, I wasn't. I don't remember the full thing, but I remember being almost like full on in love with David Adams. Like I was like, oh my god, this dude's the future. I loved him and Preston Claiborne. You remember Preston Claiborne? <laughs> God, God bless you. I was a big <laughs> resting Claiborne fan. Um, but like this year, the Boone hate is almost all gone. Yeah, I'm glad about that. Thank Christ, because that was so annoying last year. Well, we I mean, won like, hundred games last no year. No one, nobody knew that he didn't make most of the decisions I, until but, like the off season. I don't know. I mean, I think it was kind of well because even Girardi wasn't making a lot of decisions when he was here. But I mean, the reason okay, the reason there's no Boone hate this year, and there shouldn't be. I'm not saying there should be, but the reasons there's not is because the Red Sox aren't doing as well as they did last year. I guarantee you, this game would have for some reason been blamed on Boone today. If if the Red Sox were on pace to win 108. Um, I can't believe that there's any negativity on Yankee Twitter ever after I, a loss. Unbelievable. Because they have the best record in baseball. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's, they expect us to go undefeated. It's just not going to happen. Um, It's like the celebrations on Twitter when we win versus like the horribleness when we lose is crazy. I, I can't. I, it's it's like the most two faced, like happy when winning, sad when losing thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, also, by the way, speaking about Aaron Boone, remember earlier this year when he said we have to turn a corner? Yeah, all and, yeah, that's funny. We had a whole segment on. We did, and fans were furious. <laughs> I guess, I guess we turned the corner. Seriously, did we turned the corner? He could tell. He could tell, and we and we did it. Um, so moving on from that, uh, last injury update I have here. Um, it's not really an update. It just says Stanton will be back in September. Um, but that's it. Like I, I don't know if he's hitting off a tee or if he's swinging a bat. Or all I know is he'll be back in September. So that's the best I could give to you. <laughs> um, I, I have a question for you guys. Go ahead. Lay it on me. When Stanton gets back to... When he's healthy, do mm-hmm. the Yankees even bother starting him every day? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not Edwin's... Because he's bad, but because of injury, right, Nick? You're not saying he's terrible. You just want no, to he's not. He's not bad. It's just yeah. They have the best record in baseball, and he's only played yeah. nine games. Yeah. True. That's crazy. Only nine. I can't believe that. Um, yeah, that's kind of nuts. Um, but he'll be back in September. Here's the thing. I don't know the whole Edwin situation. Um, 
I uh, people. That's a big loss. Uh, it's a big loss for um to be missing Edwin. Now here's the only thing I have on Edwin. Uh, two weeks ago, which is when he got hit, it said Edwin Encarnacion hoping to return in three weeks. That was two weeks ago. Um, so considering I haven't heard anything, and I mean I'm not acting like I'm gonna say, like we haven't heard anything. I don't know if he'll be back next week. That's a big loss. Edwin, well, I mean, they do that a lot with. Oh, he'll be back in three weeks. And then it's three weeks, and then they say two more weeks. Yeah, it does happen a lot. But Edwin is going to be great to get back. While if he should be back before Stanton's back. By the Probably. way, it's sounding so that that helps. Um, especially when Voigt comes back. But if if Ooh. if it's not if Encarnacion. If it's one or the other, if it's Voight or Edwin, then John Carl will be playing every day. Um, he's gonna get it over Mike Ford. It's just that's just what's gonna happen. Um, so they, th- they need Ford for the bullpen. <laughs> Bro, do you see how much fun he was having? He had smile like a smile on his face. He looked like Sonny Gray when he got shelled. So. <laughs> Oh, like it was legit, that, like the that same. That made me so mad when he smiled. I was so upset. I like almost agreed with him. Like he was like, he was laughing. He was like, "Oh, damn, I'm shit right now." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you are." He was trying to laugh off the booze. Yeah, he I got booed a like... lot. He got booed almost every start. Well, he sucked almost every start. I have okay. to go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, keep talking. I'll, I'll, I, I gotta go. I'll be right back. All right, Nick. Um, I I don't know how you feel about this, and we'll find out how Tim feels about this whenever he returns uh, from oh, the he laboratory. Says he's still listening. Oh, he okay. He's still listening. Okay, he's probably he's probably muted. Um, however, I hated. Yankee fans last year. It was just like the worst fan base to be a part of. Well, Every yeah, like it was the loss, when they lost it was like they lost bad. They did not lose normal games. Last year it was like Aaron Boone's a terrible manager and when Stanton played like a week and they were booing him cuz he wasn't hitting 20 home runs each game. And the Sonny Gray thing it was just awful. Last year was not a fun year, and we won a hundred no. games. They should have. They should have won more with that team. I mean, I guess you could say that, but, but I mean, uh, the the reason I say that is, you get you have a team that's one win away from going to the World Series, and you add the NL MVP. You should be doing something with that. I mean, yeah, but the the, the thing is. Just because your team gets better doesn't mean you're always going to have a better year. Or oh, even yeah, it's just that the so, thought was there that they should be better. Yeah. People mailed in a World Series as soon as that trade was made. But the, 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 the trade for Stanton. But the thing is, I mean, look at the Red Sox this year. 
They had a team that won the World Series last year. They lost Joe Kelly, Craig Kimbrell, and now they're struggling to even make a wild card. I mean, they did the same thing in, uh, what, 2014? They the seem to do it every won. year they win. They get big hangovers. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like they build their team to an ungodly, like, salary. They win a World Series, and then they lose for, like, three years, and then they repeat. I mean, I'd take it, but... <laughs> I would take it, too. But, but t- how did you feel about the Yankee fame base last year? Because it was, it, it was just not fun to be a part of. I agree, but also, it, there are glimpses of the same thing this year. I don't like, think, think nearly to the, to the same the, level. The Miguel Andujar debate, which I was a part of. Um, Wait, what, what was else that about? Has gone on? Oh, yeah, like him getting like, traded with his defense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just. Well, oh, the Clint Frazier thing with his attitude. That's. The, I feel like that's just old people being old. Oh, I, I want to hear Nick's take on uh, Andujar because he wasn't around when we debated. Oh yeah. So what was your whole thing when that was happening? Just make him DH. Well, then what are you going to do with Stanton, who was healthy at the time of the debate? Play him in left. And then sit Gardner. Yeah. Garner, Garner pro- most likely had been thrown out by then at that point of the game. <laughs> most likely. He'll be thrown out by then. I, I mean, I actually I think I, I actually said the exact same thing when it was happening. I was like, if you have to play Rochella. Well, that was actually be right now. He's bending like 340 somehow. Yeah, oh, at yeah. this point, do you have to bat Rochella? At this like, point, right now? Reason, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. You got yeah. it. It's good. That, that's so huge for this team. It's unbelievable. Fact, it's ridiculous how win, that he happened. He might win the AL batting title if he qualifies. Comeback player of the year? If he doesn't, that's the one. Well, it's yeah. not really a comeback because he was never at this level. I feel like comeback is when you're at the level, drop off, and then come back to it. Okay. He kind of like just... such a specific award, though. I know it is. <laughs> he had more like a breakout award than... Then a comeback. Um, DJ also has been huge for this team, which I, I told you at the time that he was going to be good. I mean, the dude can hit. Like, like unbelievable. Uh, again, people were knocking it because he was a Rocky and he wasn't named Manny Machado. But, again, the whole... In every sport, they do... The, the two... Like sport cliches that piss me off are are the Denver thing and like with the altitude crap and then which is true like all both of these things are true yeah. to a certain extent yeah. but I just think they're overplayed to yeah un- I, I unbelievable take... level that and the New York media thing because I'm gonna let you know right now. I don't think... People were like, Trevor Bauer wouldn't be able to handle New York media. Trevor Bauer wouldn't give a crap about the New York media. <laughs> That's his thing. It's just like not caring what people think. So it doesn't matter how loud you say it. He's just not going to care. He'll pitch mm-hmm. the way he pitches. He'll say what he says on Twitter. And he'll win. And that's that's Trevor Bauer's forte. Uh, but, but what was your take on it, Tim? 
Everyone's like, oh, he's bad away from course field. He'll never be able to play anywhere. The Rockies aren't going out getting subpar players because they know they'll be average at course field. It's not like they're like looking for players who are bad but will be play, playing better. Like These are all players who could play anywhere in the majors. They're just yeah. playing in course field. It's not like they're, they are unable to play anywhere else. They're just boosted by not only the altitude, but to correct for that, a giant outfield. So yeah, there's more room for base hits to fall. So there's, there's, a, there's a two-sided street, and uh, Larry Walker should be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> what about Todd Helton? Uh, I'd have to do some research. Yeah, I, that's more borderline. He, he's not even on but the ballot in, anymore, I don't think. In an era where everyone's making the Hall of Fame, Larry Walker has got to gotta be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess. People were pissing me off when they said Mike Mussina shouldn't be in there, and that really hurt my feelings. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just I was my, thinking about that today. He's my favorite pitcher of all time. Larry Walker has a, a 141 career OPS, so that means that adjusted for his park factor, he is still much better than average. And if you compare that to Harold Baines's OPS, who did not play. Unbelievable. In, Unbelievable that Harold Baines got him, by the way. <laughs> Harold Baines is OPS plus is 121. Now, here's the thing. Do we hate the Veterans Committee? Because <laughs> I feel like we should hate the Veterans Committee. Okay. Harold Baines is in. Don Mattingly's not. Harold Baines is in. Keith Hernandez is not. That just seems crazy to me. Barry Bonds is not. Now, that's, that's another. That, that, that's for different. That's another. That's another thing. Talk, do you guys think PED should be allowed in? Yes, I want to say no, but then that would take a rod out of it. <laughs> now let me tell you what would piss thing. me off. A rod never failed a PED test. He did admit to using them, but he never failed a test, so he used them. Neither, David, neither did Bonds. Exactly. David or David Ortiz failed one in two thousand three, but no one talks about it. Thank you. That was my point. <laughs> if he gets in first ballot without question because people just like him, that will infuriate me. Now, I'm not saying Ortiz shouldn't be in. I think he should be, but I think the other ones should be too. So if you're telling me Ortiz gets in, but McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, and A-Rod don't get in, that will infuriate me because i said this before without the whole steroid scandal for a-rod he'd be one of the greatest baseball players who ever lived he is yeah he's an unbelievable over like 696 home runs over 3,000 hits it's unbelievable he shouldn't have been released in 2016 it is unbelievable they should have released him after he got 700 I mean, yeah, it did lead to the um, Tyler Austin, who who I miss so much, uh, and and Aaron Judge back to back. That was such a great day. That that was just the start of it. Um, wait, did you just say you don't miss Tyler Austin? No, I don't. Same. Bad takes, guys. <laughs> Isn't he DFA'd? He is now Several with the times. Milwaukee Brewers. He's, he's not that good. 
I miss he him. Got his ass beat. He got his ass beat by Joe Kelly's too, so. Bro, you're wrong. <laughs> he got a good punching on Joe. Yeah, but he lost the fight. Well, that's because there were three of them. So don't... Uh, no, I, I love him. He he rushed Joe Kelly. He he hit him so hard he's in LA now doing bad. So well, actually, I don't think he's doing that bad anymore. But I, I do. I sincerely miss Tyler Austin. Great last name. Um. But but yeah. So what I was saying is is that David Ortiz, I guess because he's nice or whatever and has like a good smile, that people just pretend like it never happened. Um. But it did. And and he should be he he should be in the Hall of Fame, but so should Arod, so should Mons, and so should a- anyone with those numbers that that did PEDs. Except maybe Jose could say go. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> now, Tim, I remember earlier in the year, Jose Canseco's Twitter was like on fire. He was going nuts. I have not, oh. I have not updated myself. Have you kept Wait, up it... with it? No. Apparently, Tim like, Tebow didn't take a rod of like cheating with his wife or something. Yeah, yeah. with J Lo. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go on to Jose Canseco's Twitter. Jose Canseco. Oh, I think I spelled his name wrong. Hold on, what? It may or may not be that his Twitter is no longer a thing. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, because I wrote Joe. <laughs> Just Joke an S there. Okay, hey, there he is. None of the tweets make sense. For appearances, please call, please call Morgan with Charlie. Okay. Call the number right now. <laughs> call the number right now on the air. Should I do it? Go ahead, if you want. <laughs> Tim? <laughs> I think Jose oh. killed him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here we go. Some management no, thing, huh? Morgan is not available. What about that Charlie? That's so anticlimactic. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> no, he's with Charlie West Management. What are his tweets? What is this? I feel like I'm Wyatt Earp of poker every time I get in the cash game, everyone's gunning for me. <laughs> Incredible the series, the boys, we want more fans. Want more? Let me help you produce the rest chemicals right up my alley. <laughs> That's not English. Human being should human being should not create artificial intelligence. Human being only can create artificial intelligence, and so on and so on. It will take generation artificial intelligence to get it right. Then artificial intelligence will <laughs> it on one breath. But geez, that was crazy. He said artificial intelligence like six times. Oh, here's a good one. 
I am a Bigfoot expert, and the most famous Bigfoot <laughs> picture or video ever taken was a costume. The individual wearing the costume was none other than Andre the Giant. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> he put a picture of it the next in the next tweet. It said, "This is none other than Andre the Giant with a Bigfoot costume." On check out the proportions. <laughs> Bro. This was kind of scary. In 27 years, 6 months, 7 days, and 6 hours. Oh no, wait, say it again, you broke up. In 27 years, 6 months, 7 days, and 6 hours, humanity will change greatly. And that was tweeted at 1.45am, <laughs> July 19th, 2019. Bro. Oh, someone, somebody scheduled it. it that, that happens at Saturday, January 26th, 2047. At 4.45 a.m. If anyone wants to play me in a heads-up poker match for one grand, please contact Morgan at... And then the phone number again. <laughs> Wait, he's on tour with Lonely Island. What? <laughs> Does he sing? Okay, let me tell you... Here, I'm going to go on... I'm going to say something that's not related to baseball on the site list. Slightest, uh, people who like tweet or post a picture on Instagram stating it's their birthday, bro, relax, <laughs> stop fishing yeah. for it. <laughs> oh, Jose Canseco did that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My point. He wrote, "Hey world, it's my birthday today. Let's bash." You know, birthday bash. I don't know. Honestly. I might have to give this man a follow. It's like, as. It's like OJ, where like you just have to, to look at it right. Except you know he didn't kill anyone. Yeah. But. All right, hold on. Let's see here. Oh, who's Harvey? I would love to hit with softball legend Harvey and challenge him to a distance competition. I am Harvey's biggest fan. I want to see how far he can hit a softball. Also, we can analyze a softball power swing compared to a baseball power swing. Which one is really better and which one carries the longest distance? Who's Harvey? Does Harvey have a first or last name? He tweeted about... Who are you, Prince, that you have one name? One final seat left for the Sasquatch <laughs> Alien Expedition. <laughs> Please contact Morgan at the phone. Thank you. <laughs> Bro, we should have a thing where, like, for a week, everything we tweet or, or post on Instagram or text, we should just end it with... Please contact Morgan and then get the phone number. <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Sasquatch is a different story. <laughs> <laughs> That's unreal. Like, bro, you just, like, you, like, text your brother or something. Be like, bro, want to go get Chipotle? Uh, <laughs> contact me f- through Morgan and get the phone number. <laughs> Like, it, it would just, it would be a legendary thing to do. Um, 
I, there's no better way to end this. <laughs> um, yeah. So from now on, I am going to be monitoring, mo- monitoring, <laughs> Jose Canseco's Twitter, and and each episode, we'll talk about it. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We hope to see you next episode, and go Yankees. Guys, you gonna say anything? <laughs> go Yankees. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Elevator going up. In the gleaming corridor of the 51st floor. The money can be made if you really want some more. Executive decision, a clinical precision. Jumping from the windows, Phil.